Child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Ooh, child, things are gonna get easier. Thank you for joining the ESBC. This is going to be an educational, motivational podcast. And a lot of people talk a lot of stuff and they really do not know what they're talking about. And really, for me, it's been 20 years, right? 20 years ago, been married 16 years. But 20 years ago, I met three ladies from the Ukraine in Florida. And we spent a summer together. We learned a lot. I learned a lot about the Ukraine. It's very interesting. And fast forward to uh, 2016, we learned that uh, Paul Manafort, he was the campaign manager for our current president, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, We didn't know what was going on at the time, but when you read the Mueller report, he was sending campaign uh, updates to an oligarch from the Ukraine, right? And then I get a call from my family and friends in Florida. They're saying, wow, uh, all these oligarchs from the Ukraine are buying real estate here in Florida. <laughs> uh, and then from there, we learn uh, a lot of intrigue about the oligarchs in the Ukraine. And from there, we learned that Giuliani's in the Ukraine, and then the ambassador, uh, there's people trying to shoot her in the, in the Ukraine. And at the end, right at the end of the election, right? Uh, I mean, let's say the last month of the last, you know, October, the last week of the election, we learned about Hunter Biden, right? He's on the board of Burisma in the Ukraine. And you wonder, your mind wonders, right? Uh, how is it like in the Ukraine? Wouldn't it be cool to meet somebody from the Ukraine and they can tell just a normal person, <laughs> right? Maybe that knows a lot about politics, just a normal person and, and how how's the Ukraine like and how just normal people get around in the Ukraine? And doing business in LinkedIn, I met Olga. So very thank you so much for joining us today, Olga. <laughs> Hi, George. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very excited to be like today's guest. So, and we have oh, absolutely. We're very excited to have you. We we uh, we can't travel because of COVID, but we get a chance now to take a trip to the Ukraine. So, thank you for much for that being our tour guide on our vacation to the Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, my my pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, now, the Ukraine, if you can explain to us, because the, the president got impeached, he almost got taken out of office because he was talking to the president of the Ukraine. And uh, he said, well, we're not going to give you aid for the military unless you give us dirt on, uh, on Hunter Biden. Right. And uh, 
the Ukraine was in the news again, you know, as far as that's concerned. However, what's been your experience in the Ukraine? Because you're a very successful businesswoman in the Ukraine, and I'm sure it's not easy to, to get to the level that you're at. <laughs> okay, yeah, so actually, um, like, I was born in Ukraine, and the, the name of my hometown is Kharkiv. Um, and so I've been living here for all my life. Um, like uh, I traveled a lot. Um, like you said that I could compare, you know, like uh, my country and um, other countries in um, like Europe. Uh, yeah, or now we, we can see the map. So this, um, that's that's fantastic. Actually, yeah. Uh, so, um, so if you just go a bit, uh, one second, uh, so you know that the capital of, Ukra of Ukraine is Kiev, yeah. So it's like, uh, right. if you go up, up, if you go up, like, yeah. So you may see it, yeah, a, a bit above, above, yeah. So, right, yeah. So you're you're almost here, yeah. It's to the left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, absolutely. Right, so here, here is the capital of Ukraine. Um, yeah, actually, you may see even the, the picture, um, the symbol, uh, you know, of, of Ukraine uh, in the left side also here, yeah. <laughs> okay, but I'm from Kharkiv, so if, so yeah, if, if you like, uh, if you take uh, the train, so from uh, Kiev to Kharkiv, so it takes around like five hours, so it's, um, Right, it's east, so uh, I, I'm in the east of Ukraine. Okay, very good. So you said you traveled a lot. What uh, different places have you gone? Um, I've uh, like uh, I traveled uh, across uh, Europe. Um, I've been to Poland. I've been to Germany, uh, Austria, uh, Italy. Um, I traveled to Montenegro. Um, Probably uh, the most um, memorable time uh, I spent in Indonesia. So um, it was like a, lo oh. a lovely, yeah, it was a lovely trip. So probably the best in my life so far. Um, and I spent there uh, a couple of months so I could uh, you know, dig deeper in the culture. So, um, and um, maybe that's it. I, unfortunately, uh, I haven't been to the US. Uh, my brother lives uh, in the in the state, like in the states, but um, I haven't uh, like I didn't have a chance to uh, visit uh, United States so far. Okay, yeah, no. Well, once you visit the United States, you can come visit us here in Southern California. We can give you <laughs> all the sights. You get to see Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the awesome. So the, the trips you took were they for business or were they vacations for your family? I usually, uh, yeah, so like um, the, I took the business trip to um, uh, Tel Aviv um, and maybe that's, that's it. So uh, most of my trips were uh, like for vacation purposes. Okay, very good. And in, in Tel Aviv, it's Israel and uh, it's very high tech. Israel's very high tech, and you're in the high tech industry. Yeah, yep, yep. So this this is the reason why like I went there. Right, and uh, 
here in the United States, they talk a lot about Putin, right? And mm -hmm. Putin's your neighbor. <laughs> so for us, for educational purposes, and, and it's great we saw the map because unfortunately, a lot of Americans wouldn't know on the map where the Ukraine is and Ukraine has been a big part, right? Our president got impeached on a phone call with the president of Ukraine. So it's very important to us. So when they, if you could explain, because from all I do is read, but a lot of people in the audience might not have even known uh, exactly what's going on. So when the president got impeached, they said there was a war in the Ukraine. If you could explain to us uh, what the war entailed and you know who's fighting, <laughs> we, that's how elementary we know and how did it affect you? You know, you want to make sure you don't get in trouble or anything, but it's just in a neutral way of just educating us Americans uh, what exactly the war entailed and how did it affect you as a successful businesswoman? Or uh, I would say that it's a really painful question, um, and like both for me and uh, like for my country, because uh, I believe that the life can be divided, uh, you know, like before uh, 2014 and after. Yep, so um, I believe, guys, that um, like starting from 2014, um, Ukraine was in the news, um, I don't know, more often than really like other countries. So I, I, I mean, appeared more often. Um, and um, uh, now I can tell that situation um, as I said, from my perspective, yes, it's more stable, but um, the war started in uh, 2014 um, when the students uh, showed up on the square, just, you know, uh, fighting for uh, the right to, um, like, like to, you know, to become the part of uh, uh, European Union. So because it's very important for us as for nation, um, you know, like to, focus, you know, on this like, European standards of uh, higher um, standards of uh, living. Uh, and of course, you know, like young people, they um, wanted to, to follow this. They wanted to, they wanted uh, to fight for the better. Yeah, but um, unfortunately, yes, it was the uh, like, um, I, I'm not really so. I just I just want to apologize because I'm not uh, a big expert in politics. Yeah, but and uh, when everything happened, I was just uh, I was uh, a witness. That's it, you know. And uh, I was shocked uh, while like watching all this stuff. And so like, how come in my country? So how can it be as like in the 21st century, you know, um, some like another country invades, you know, and just takes part of the land? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so it's right. uh, it's just uh, you know it crazy, was some, right? it, it was crazy and it was some chaos you know and during this uh, chaotic time um, right. we just you, you know like we uh, we couldn't do anything by the way you know like it was some um, some feeling of hopeless we just you know some like person comes and just take the part of your a country so the the feeling is awful to tell the truth and uh, mm, of course people couldn't just uh, um, be calm you know and let it go in this way of course like they uh, protested yeah and uh, um, of course this really painful question with the Crimea Peninsula yeah that 
um, now is a part of Russia. And I, I really, as a usual and like ordinary person, I still cannot understand, you know, how, how, uh, like right. in, the, in the 21st right. century, uh, the, the part of Ukraine, like, could become part of Russia. It's, uh, I don't know, you know, um, uh, during all my life, uh, I'm living in, uh, in, in the independent country. So I'm not from the USSR. My parents from from the USSR. That's why for me, as oh, okay. I, I consider myself as a um, you know, millennium, yeah, as a like, younger generation. And uh, right. it's it's crazy, really. It's still, I, I remember this time when uh, I was like, I was watching news and I think, it, like, is everything happening in my country, really? So all this, chaos, all this, I know, the, um, at, like, attacks, you know, uh, attacks, yeah, and uh, um, there are some fires, lots of noise everywhere, lots of, so, killers who worked, nobody knows uh, on, like, whose side. I, I don't really, I, I don't really think that someone can tell you what exactly happened because what we saw from right. our TV sets and what happened in real life, maybe it's absolutely different thing. Yeah, but the fact is that now we don't have like uh, a part of the country and uh, we're still fighting for uh, like two regions. Yeah, so it's it's painful. It's it's so, a big tragedy. It's a big tragedy. Okay. No, no, that, that's great insight. And, and that's going to give a lot of insight to a lot of people and even people in the government that are listening to the podcast that really don't have an education and insight that you just gave. Thank you so much for that. that that's amazing. Yeah. It, it, and I learned something from that as well. Yeah, just, it, it's pulling I back that, a little bit from it. Go ahead. I, just, I, just, I just wanted to add that, you know, like uh, there are lots of articles, there are lots of different resources, you know, that people just can uh, access and read more because um, maybe I'm, I'm not, you know, a, a good person to, uh, to explain exactly from the political side because I just, I can uh, share my emotions, you know, and feelings what ordinary people felt. Right, right. It, for us, it's more important. Yeah, yeah, because we can get the political side from another person, but you can't get the human side, right? You can't get the mm -hmm. feeling from an average business person like everybody. We're just trying to get ahead in life and have a good day and, and provide for our families. And you give the human side, the emotional side, which is something we can't get anywhere else. So that's why this is such a great podcast. We give people information and emotion that they cannot get anywhere else in the world. So this is a phenomenal podcast. Mm -hmm. To take a step back, you know, I'll take up, uh, I'll go one serious, one lighter, right? Uh, we'll do the lighter and then we'll go the serious one, right? So the lighter question is our president, right? President Trump. Uh, I think he's been married three times and each time he married Eastern European women. Right. He says that uh, it's, uh, <laughs> he says that uh, Eastern European women, right, are superior to, let's say, American women. So why would he say something like that? Or I don't really know. What um, it just <laughs> <laughs> um, it just um, 
the uh, legend yeah or rumor has it yeah that um european uh, women and especially ukrainian women are considered to be um, the most beautiful in the world yeah so i i just i think that i think that maybe i sound not really modest uh, but rumor has it, yeah, <laughs> uh, and um, maybe maybe he knows something. Maybe, maybe uh, like he decided just to check uh, gossip, you know, and what people say, and uh, maybe uh, just that's why he married European uh, women. Just just to check, you know, this theory. Right. Well, you know, he wanted to raise his children because there's an intellectual side too, right? Ukrainian women in Eastern Europe in general. Now, most com countries that come from the old USSR, like your parents and let's say Cuba, where my family is from, the educational system um, have been proven to be superior to the American. Uh, so, so how was the educational system in Ukraine? And how was your educational experience coming up? Um, uh, yeah, the question is also very interesting. Yeah, thank you for this. Um, I think that um, our education, as my parents say, as uh, like based on my experience, yeah, that the education uh, in the USSR uh, was much stronger and like, I mean, a higher quality. And um, now um, I believe that we lack um, you know, like good, um, good university. I mean, maybe not maybe not universities, but good programs. You know, and uh, uh, all this testing system. For example, when I, um, like, when I was a student, uh, I came across the, uh, you know, this uh, testing uh, system. So I had to um, just memorize. You know, I had to guess. So um, there is a correct answer. Um, and I doubt that it's a good system. I think that uh, we used to have, you know, the exams when uh, a tutor uh, talks to a student, when they have a conversation, when a tutor can ask additional questions just to check the knowledge um, of the students, yeah, of students in the university. So um, I think that uh, the quality of education is not that good as it was before, but now, um, as you know, this in uh, um, at the time of digital transformation, uh, universities and schools, you know, they uh, use uh, more. Um, and also, so everything is based on my experience. You know, uh, maybe some people can judge me and say that it's not true, but it's just what uh, what I saw. Yeah, that. Um, right, right, you're yeah, there are like more and more like programs that they can take. For example, some they have more opportunities to take internship. For example, to um, I don't to go uh, like to take some courses. So, but anyway, you know, also it's somewhere abroad. So it's it's a hard question, Josh. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I <laughs> no, no, but you answered it. No, you answered it beautifully, and, and it gives us insight as we take, as we continue our, on our trip, our vacation to the Ukraine. Um, your president, right? Your president's a comedian. <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. how he rose to fame. Uh, you, you gave me some interesting insight when we talked last time. Well, what's your, uh, your impressions of the current uh, Ukrainian president and really his job 
uh, it, it gave me more insight, more feeling into it, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, his job is to, and tell me if I'm wrong, right? Because what do I know? But his job is to go toe-to-toe with Putin and kind of beat down, right, that craziness in the 21st century, like you said, one country thinks they can invade and control and dominate another country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he's really ambitious. Um, and um, I think that he didn't expect uh, what he would be involved in, you know, really. Right. Um, it got over his head, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I really hope, you know, and we actually, you know, the, the feature of Ukrainian that we are all very optimistic. So every year, right. I, I mean, I mean, like uh, every every time when we have to uh, vote for the president, you know, people, I just you know notice it. They are very um, optimistic about this. They say we hope for the better. So and it happens. It's like right. it happens during all our history, you know, and. Uh, Mm, of course, like right. he he won with the like big um, you know uh, big number of uh, like votes, yeah, that uh, he right. received from uh, from the people. Um, right. And um, I believe that he, like he should manage it somehow, you know, like but lots of things um, I believe he didn't expect, you know, this coronavirus. Uh, the war, right. um, some tragedies that happened during this year, you know, like plane crash. So right. lots of lots of things happened that, like he had to manage. So I, I believe in him. I believe in him because, in my opinion, he's a good person. But uh, I've got some right. doubts whether he's a really good um, um, professional. But I believe that he's learning, and uh, I believe um, in his wisdom. Right. So, so you gave me some really good insight last time and that he is a good guy. He's just a, in a little bit over his head mm-hmm. dealing with Putin. And, and you brought up COVID-19. How's COVID-19 affected the Ukraine? Um, as um, everywhere, as uh, you know, in all countries uh, on our planet, um, it affected us badly. And uh, unfortunately, the number of infected people is growing still. Yeah, and despite all the measures that governments take, um, let's say that but we ha- recently we had the quarantine uh, on the weekend. Yeah, so um, like public places, uh, all public places were closed. Um, like citizens, you know, couldn't um, attend any um, theaters, uh, parks. They they couldn't visit cinemas, so cafes, bars, restaurants. So um, that's it. But even though, know, despite all these measures, uh, the number is is not the number of infected people is not going down. And let me know. Uh, in, in our next step, we'll talk about. Uh, you know, the company, very interesting company you work for and the value you provide because uh, me as an MBA, I have three successful businesses uh, investigating your company. You guys provide a ton of value. But before we get into that, uh, the vaccine, right? It's a perfect example of, let me know if I'm wrong, but the vaccine, new vaccine that's coming out, is a perfect example 
of why the Ukraine wants to be more independent and wants to have a better relationship with the European Union, right? Because the vaccine that uh, the Brits are rolling out now, that'll soon be rolled out by the European Union, has a 95% uh, mm -hmm. success. And the vaccine Putin is giving all the Russians, <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. has like a 50%. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Success rate, right? So you don't want to get stuck with that 50% vaccine. <laughs> so you have mm -hmm. to take like four or five times before it works. This other vaccine, you have to take two times. Am I making sense of what you feel and what you see there in the Ukraine? Um, actually, you know, I, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really aware. You know, I I read some articles, you know, about the vaccine both in Russia and in European Union. Right. But I, I, I don't, just cannot give you any insights, um, you know, how it depends on our... Um, well, let me say, we had a choice between the European Union vaccine and the Putin vaccine. Which, which, which vaccine would you take? Um, this it's a really provocative question. Um, maybe, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't have to answer. You know, it's a provocative. I don't know, maybe I would go for a European Union uh, vaccine, but it's, it's just my, pers <laughs> my, my personal Your opinion, personal. okay? <laughs> exactly. exactly. And let's get into uh, the company you work for. I know that the Ukraine um, is one of the most uh, educated uh, countries in Eastern Europe, but it's also one of the poorest countries in Eastern Europe. And there's a huge mm -hmm. gap between uh, the regular population in the oligarchs, right? The guy that was getting absolutely. reports from Manafort. Absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely, we'll, we'll do what we can to help that out, help you out. What does your company company do? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Josh, uh, actually, what you said is I, I can prove uh, like, you know, 100%, that's really, it's, it's a big gap uh, between, um, you know, citizens in Ukraine. I mean, the um, like lower class and the, uh, upper class, so we don't have actually medium class, you know, as uh, all um, like um, developed right. country um, have. Yeah, so that's this is a big problem. Yeah, right. so we got like too rich or too right. poor people. US, we're so lucky; we got the biggest middle class in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys don't have that. Yeah. So helping that's... your company and allowing your company to provide value, we kind okay. of help. Yeah, I will tell you was yeah, I will tell you was pleasure. So uh, actually, I work for um, a software development company. Uh, so and uh, we we actually uh, get representative office uh, in the U.S. and in the U.K. But our uh, R&D office um, is based in uh, Ukraine. So here in this in the city where uh, I'm living. Um, and actually, right. the business the business is simple. The uh, concept of the business is simple because um, also it's like you know heritage from the USSR is that we've got lots of great uh, technical universities, and uh, um, we have a big access to uh, you know the access to a wide market of uh, IT specialists, and uh, they are really high uh, quality specialists and. Uh, um, as you know that, as you said before, yeah, that uh, we're not really uh, like rich country. So uh, that's why uh, the standard of living, yeah, um, is lower than in the US. And the same is for um, 
the, the salaries that these uh, people get, you know, and uh, uh, we provide so we can form teams of um, tech experts. So it's not only software developers, uh, also the quality assurance specialists, you know, like um, data scientists and so on so forth, designers, so on so forth. Um, but uh, so they are cool experts. But uh, our customers uh, from America, from Canada, from um, Europe, you know, they can hire them for um, lower cost than they can find the same experts uh, locally. And, you know, uh, with this COVID-19 situation, I believe that it's like a win-win opportunity because now like, there are no offices anymore in the world. Yeah, so everybody works remotely. Uh, so what's the difference right. like, to work with? Yeah, good specialists, you know, in uh, America or the, the same good specialists in Ukraine, but pay less. So, and uh, no, it's like it's one of our direction. And the second is so we also we provide outsourcing um, services. So, like we've got expertise uh, in fintech, financial services, uh, trading, um, e-commerce, uh, ad tech, med tech. So. Um, yeah, actually, actually, that's it. So if a customer comes up to us with some ideas, it's like, I would like to build you know, some app. So uh, we are always ready to help. And um, yeah, so probably that, that's it from, from Absolutely, me. no, no. We're gonna have to talk to you because listening to you now kind of popped in because uh, I do want to add, you know, Bitcoin capabilities to my website. So that's something <laughs> you guys could help with, right? Yeah, right. So. <laughs> That's, that's true. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, very impressed, right? Because you live in the Ukraine your whole life, mm -hmm. right? And you've traveled, you've traveled around the world, but you haven't been to the US, but your, your English is spectacular. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I just, um, uh, the, the people, people just... work with, they, they speak uh -huh. English similar to you, because I, I've noticed uh, some people complain, right, about outsourcing. They, when they outsource people, uh -huh. their English isn't as good and not able to communicate. But mm. uh, the fact that I've met many Ukrainians in the US, in Florida, you know, New York City, and here in LA, uh, the English, right, though the people that they would work with is gonna be probably not as good as you because they're probably not as smart as you are, but pretty close, right? Thanks. Okay. Yeah, um, I agree that um, so people, you know, from the US can uh, face, you know, some issues with the language. Um, but anyway, you know, the market is really competitive and uh, engineers, they have to learn English just to earn more. You know, it's like, it's a right. great opportunity to earn more money just with this key as language, you know, the, right. so... Uh, and uh, I believe that now um, the situation is changing, you know, so uh, in outsourcing world, um, almost everybody, uh, you know, speaks English pretty well. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you can tell us how they can reach you, but in the episode notes, in our LinkedIn, in our website, everywhere, we'll have contact information where people can reach you and get cost effective, right? Because uh, the highest cost, and we're getting to do taxes, and I'm going to do taxes for a lot of business clients, the highest cost is labor cost. And you solve that problem of IT labor cost. Uh, two things, right? Final thoughts. Tell us what you think about anything. 
and about everything and how can people reach you? Yeah, okay. So uh, I will, guys, so uh, just talk to you with pleasure. Um, so, like, you know, you may reach me uh, on LinkedIn. So it's uh, actually the um, social media where I am maybe 24 7. Uh, so it's like just by my name, Olga yeah, Antuchina. So this like T U C H I N A. Um, and also, I believe, Josh, so if you can share my uh, mobile phone number, also I'm available everywhere in all um, like uh, messengers, you know, in WhatsApp, in Telegram, uh, so mainly everywhere, in Viber if <laughs> someone uses, so yeah, mainly everywhere. Um, and the um, website of our company also, uh, you may uh, look it through, it's uh, knubisoft.com. Uh, so, so like welcome. So you may look through some project that uh, we've done previously, and maybe also it will be helpful for you. All right, thank you so much. Okay. For me, it's been such a spectacular uh, podcast and full with information and kind of connected the dots from all the stuff we see in the news. And, and instead of you know listening to some stuffy political guy or journalist, we got to talk to a very intelligent. Uh, person in the Ukraine, successful businesswoman Olga. All right, and <laughs> thank, thank you thank for listening you. to this podcast. And uh, after, if you can stay after one second, we'll talk um, as I finish the stream. So we always close with a quote from Winston Churchill: "We make a living from our labor, but we make a life from what we give." Thank you for listening to the ESPC Inspirational Podcast.